evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeks and geekettes. It is time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for the breakdown of part two of Geeksus. And welcome to episode 208, part two of Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And again, we have one third mic tonight, Stacy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hey, y'all. That sounds weird coming out of your mouth. Hey, y'all? Yeah. Why? Because you don't say y'all. I say y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Is that better? Yeah. Or should I mean, hey, you guys. <laughs> Sloth. <laughs> Sloth like chunk. <laughs> All right, so uh, here, here you go, folks. Uh, here in part two, we bring you the news. Yes. Well, uh, we actually, also brought releases, releases of the week first, but uh, yes. And also... A video uh, game we, review. <laughs> two of them, actually. Am I, am I treading over here? It's okay. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and as a bonus, usually I have to do it at the end, but since Stacy has a special discussion that she likes to do, I'm going to do a nerd, nerd news bonus now. Ooh. What's the nerd news editor? This one is one of those ones that we've been following the last couple weeks. I know you we've probably. Tracking? You've been tracking a story, yes. It's about James Bond. We've okay. been talking about this. First, the first one was, of course, they were going to offer like, like one hundred fifty million dollars, right and then they found the it was fictitious and that wasn't true. Here now, they're saying that the producers, uh, which is uh, Barbara Broccoli and uh, Michael G. Wilson, who are the producers for the right. Bond films, Barbara Broccoli used to be Albert Broccoli's daughter. No, Bobby Barbara Bro- Barbara Broccoli was actually the <laughs> wife of Cubby Broccoli. He was? Yes, she, she was. was. I thought it was his daughter. No. How do you used to be someone's daughter? Uh, you know, well, you know what? Maybe, I, maybe it is now. Is, well, because he passed away. Well, she I, took over for a while. The wife did take over after he passed away, but I think maybe you're right. Maybe the daughter is now. Uh, all the, all the stuff, all the bonus stuff I saw, it's like kind of a youngish girl. Yeah. And she's talking about you know her and dad, and I'm like, oh, okay, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I mean, it's that. I know I know. after he passed away, the wife did take over for a while, running right. the reins. But you're right. I know there was a daughter involved, and I think maybe now she's yeah. in charge. Um, but uh, they're, they're, of course, they, 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 they're talking about James Bond and uh-huh. who's going to play the next James Bond. Me. Damn, why do you, why do you have to take <laughs> my thunder mean, away? I mean, come on. The announcement now. It's me. I'm playing James Bond. <laughs> Die Bond, James Bond. <laughs> This is the Geeksters. This is the Geeksters. Ha. <laughs> Actually, their first choice is still Daniel Craig. They, they... <laughs> we don't care that he's being an absolute prick. <laughs> right. But we, we know how good he is, so we'll take the, the, we'll take the slings and arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I mean. They, <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, they, they, don't get, they don't get too detailed they don't into get that. They do with them. <laughs> but, but obviously, they, they, you know, they've actually heard like what he said in interviews about that he'd rather walk through glass than, than play Bond again. And frankly enough, that's the plot of the next movie. The Bond's going to have to walk through glass. glass. <laughs> That'd be great. Just, well, maybe it's easy to do. Just, you know, I do it metaphorically, like shoot up a building, it's like a glass wall, and he's got to run through it real quick. He doesn't have his shoes on. You know? Yeah, like a la Die Hard. <laughs> shoot the glass. <laughs> have him 
run through and <laughs> as he's picking glasses like all things considered I'd rather be in Philadelphia <laughs> 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 I mean, of course, there's still a lot of names running through who could be the next Bond, but as of right now, the producers really want Daniel Craig back as the uh, Bond. Right, yeah. They're, to them, no matter what kind of an asshole he's been, and, you know, yeah, sure, he's saying some tough things, but sure does like that check he's fucking signed, don't he? Don't he? <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's sitting in office going, he said what? Oh, yeah, he'll come around when he needs that money, yeah. you know? <laughs> when he needs bond money, who's he going to call? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's not M. Right. <laughs> I see what you did there, M for money. It's not money, Penny. <laughs> ah! Waka waka, James Bond jokes. Look how hip we are. <laughs> Dick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's money penny, not money bags, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, of course they're going to say that because he's because I think all his Bond movies have raked in the most cash. Yes, you're right. So it's going to be, of course, like, yeah, you know, what he's Batman. I don't care. He's bringing, he's he's printing money for us. A thousand, thousand, million, million, hundred million. Sure, why not? Like. We still love him. He still brings us the paychecks, and he allows us to, you know, be able to produce the next Bond movie for uh, two hundred million dollars, and because we know he'll bring in at least you know, three hundred million. He's, I mean, I think it's like in the billions now. I think since yeah. he's been Bond, I mean, that's that's phenomenal considering all the Bonds. That considering how long we've been around and how mediocre most of the Bond movies have performed in the box office, and how we felt like he was kind of fading, and he was he was a relic of action movies, and now. Well, you know, I agree. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, it's just the the fact that I think that at one point, like once they got Bond in space, it was like, what do you go with that? Like Bond in space. <laughs> you know, it's like it's. I mean, like after that, you're like, oh, there's really nothing else. You know, at this point, you you can't be any more phenomenal. And they've done the joke ones, and yeah, and then of course they had the uh, Timothy Thought ones, which really were horrible. But really yeah, really bad. So. But yeah, I mean, since they made him more gritty and more down to earth and more rugged, more real, I guess you can kind yeah, of say. Realistic, as far yeah, realistic. You know, it's it's definitely helped their reinvigorate the Bond franchise, mm-hmm. and it's all thanks to Daniel Craig. So I mean, of course they're going to be like, oh, let him bad math us, but you know, he's still our boy. Like, yeah, he's he does a great job, and you know, maybe we'll take it easier on him next time. Like, you know, he is getting older, so maybe we'll we'll digitally enhance a face on a stunt guy. I, I mean, I just picture now, like, they just throw glass down. and like, This scene you're going to run through, well, where's the camera? Yeah, they're hidden away. You don't no, worry no, about no. it. Your paycheck's on the other side. <laughs> yeah. to take your shoes off. Because you said you'd rather run through glass, but there's $100 million sitting on the other side. You know, we'll make it $200 million for two movies. So you're getting $100 million a movie. All you got to do is just run through. Run up and back. That's it. That's it. A hundred million one way, hundred million the other. <laughs> and go. Uh-huh. And you're timed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Nothing like a, house, a martini shaking that stirred at the end. Uh-huh. Just don't bloody your, don't get the blood in my Aston Martin DB9. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse, I mean, like I said. Uh, I mean, who, because like, who else are they going to take at this point? 
I mean, there's a lot of good choices. I, there's a good. I'm, I completely agree. There is a grand list of actors who could fill that void if he decides to leave. But I mean, when they were when they were looking around, they got Timothy Dalton. I mean, there was a lot of actors they approached that would have been like, "Oh, I've been a great Bond," but they turned it down because they were going to go American. Yeah. Yeah, with, with uh, James Brolin. Brolin, I think it was, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bond's got to be a Brit. Yeah. It just would be no different. Like, Hi, I am James Bond. Bond. James Bond. No. I would like to have my martini shaken, not stirred. You know, it just doesn't. <laughs> Wait, you Shatner? <laughs> I need my martini shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm double O, seven. <laughs> it's like you can't do that impersonation without the hand movement it's, that you uh, do every single time. You have to. You have to raise your elbow, your shoulders up and kind of shrug like, what am I doing? Like you, it's, you, it's, uh, it's always up on the first word. Here, here's a little Shatner 101. You could do the worst Shatner. As long as you get the motion, it's first word up in a question like, what? And then push down and your shoulders go and talk real fast. Am I doing? <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> but that you always talk like that? A lot of hand motions? I thought he was Italian. <laughs> I'm Jewish. It's the same thing. <laughs> Very thin line between Italian and Jew. <laughs> I do talk a lot on my hands and then, you know, Look, I mean, when I see Mark Hamill do Joker and, and behind-the-scenes stuff, he's always animated. No, I mean that literally and physically. <laughs> I'm just saying, you kind of have to, in order to get into the character, you have to kind of mimic the character. That's why I do this all the time. Hey. Hey, and that's it. I Shatner, my abilities. Anyone can do it, really. Yeah. Like, once you get the cadence down, it's... it's eh. <laughs> You're like you don't even have to say words. Just make noises. Yeah, there you go. I just give you the. Yeah? It's like Shatner having sex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> So right now, everyone, everyone, right now, I want you to just try. Just raise your arms and go. What am I doing? Like you can, you can, you can hear the push. What am I doing? See, here you go. You try. Uh, no. <laughs> Girl, Shatner it up. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never seen the show, so I have no idea. What Shatner does, <laughs> and it's always off to the side too. So, like, there you go, folks, up and out to the side. I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's a whole bunch of listeners not going to try it. It's like, does it work? I can't believe it. <laughs> Please, if you do, videotape it. Send it to our Oh, my God. I love these video reactions of people just doing their best shit. I can't believe it. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) It could be about anything. What's for dinner? Meatloaf again? (laughs) 
I like big butts. I can't lie. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny <laughs> when it comes to a girl with an itty bitty waist. <laughs> you get sprung. <laughs> My anaconda don't want none <laughs> unless you've got buns, hon. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> oh, you should be done that that spiral staircase of Shatnerisms. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, so we bring you the news in this episode. <laughs> and video game reviews and and we talk about an old video game that was just completed by Stacy, which and the enjoyment that she had playing it, I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, you know, I actually want to add a little bit to the fact that I actually played some video games this week. Yeah. You know? What did you do? I, uh, I I played I played Lego Dimensions first, and I got about five minutes into <laughs> it, realizing you need every piece of the starter kit to work. <laughs> now See? I'm doing it, <laughs> not intentionally. What piece were you missing? <laughs> I was missing the Batmobile. So. You got to that point. I'm like, I didn't, I stopped the game. I didn't even because it, it gives you the instructions on how to build it. And I'm like, I'm like looking for it. I'm like, where is it? Because I don't see it. Because my nephew who gave it to me because he doesn't play it had it all assembled. So <laughs> I'm doing oh my god. <laughs> I'm stuck doing this now. Like, oh, jeez. We should talk. Make him the whole show. <laughs> So, <laughs> go ahead, ahead. So I stopped playing the game because I was like, "Well, I need the Batmobile to finish the game." Right. We're really going to try hard, <laughs> so hard not to do shatter. <laughs> so I decide to <laughs> So I decided to stop the game. <laughs> and I started to play Watch Dogs. Alright, this show is no longer for the audience, it's for us. <laughs> and I I mean I, I, this is a game I've been wanting to play for I think two years since it came out. I mean, when sure. I saw the, the trailer at E3 when we were watching E3 on television, <laughs> I was so excited and I never had a PS4. So when I finally got one, I'm like, great. Like, <laughs> it's going to sit on his hands. Because he starts to start to the As you can see his shoulders start to rise up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm sweating from laughing so hard. Uh, I got like a half hour into, it. and I really—I can say this is a really good game. I mean, if you haven't played Watch Dogs, it is worthwhile. I mean, I am horrible at video games. I always admit that I'm not. You know, if you see me play Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, you know I play horribly. You know, people told me how horrible I play, but this was a game that's like I could really get into. It was a lot of elements of like, um, I, oh man. I, you know, I was I was listening to this guy would give a review of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's so dead on, and I can't think of it now. Splitter Cell, uh, the the a lot of the uh, uh, 
sneaking around aspect right. of in the beginning of the game. And then the hacking with the phone, that was really kind of cool. The whole jumping from one camera to another, hacking into people's phones and then yeah. seeing what people like little tidbits of characters that, you know, like it was just ridiculous like how much they make or like how much is their bank or you what. do kind of fall down like oh what's this person doing yeah there's also two certain points in the game where you can actually tap into people's webcams and actually see what they're doing inside their house and there's like little funny stuff like she's gonna roll her eyes when i say this but i actually have the strategy guide in case you want it <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny that you bring that up because i I actually Googled that shit. <laughs> yes. I watched the tutorial because I didn't have the guide. So I was like, I, you did. <laughs> I didn't have the guide. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to Google that shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a nice couple of Easter eggs. And also it's supposed to tie in, loosely tie into the Assassin's Creed series because it's all by Ubisoft. So mm. there's a mention in Ubisoft's um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag where they mention something that happens in Chicago. And it just happens to be that character you're playing in, in, in Watch Dogs yeah. is the character they're talking about. Okay, Adrian Pierce is yes. the character, yes. I'm really excited for the sequel because the second one, because it's set in San Francisco, they redesigned like a, a lot of people go, oh, that game sucks because of the driving mechanics of it mm. they say it's a little wonky I didn't have a problem with it well you grab a motorcycle you know right. a lot of people just had issues with it I don't care I mean to me you can take that one element out like I'm not driving around town you know hacking stuff I'm, I'm walking around going I'm just gonna steal your money from here I'm gonna you know like it was yeah. just like it's it's the hacking part that I like the most and I that's why I'm really excited for the Watch Dogs 2 because it, it it looks like from the plot it taps more onto the um, social unrest, like you, know, you being kind of a of a online renegade kind of guy, like you're yeah. trying. Because now we live two years ago, what we knew when the first War and Watch Dogs came out to now, so much has changed: phone, internet, things like that. So mm. it makes it more interesting to kind of say, like, well, what are they going to do now with the hacking community that they're trying to right, right. hack into? <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed. It. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. And a lot of people I talked to, they say I liked it, but there's other people who go, no, it's, it was bad. It was so bad. I'm like, what was bad about? It? I was driving. I'm like, well, outside of that, how yeah. was the game? It was boring. Why, why was it boring? Because obviously, I, you like most people that find it boring are the kind of people that want to are used to Grand Theft Auto. Give me a handgun. Give me start shooting the place up. But here, you can add a tactical advantage of actually walking into a, a gunfight. Really, hide off into a corner. And, and spot people and be able to trigger them to almost kill each other at yeah. some point. And you're like, that to me was like the, the, the beauty of the game was that the fact that you could actually walk into a gunfight, walk out of it, killing everybody in the room without even firing a shot. It was like, I yeah, like it was, that. It was, yeah, it was really different. It was really open world-ish, which I really liked. I enjoyed because I mean, I was, I was like, I don't know if I really like the open world kind of scenario, but it was, it was, it was fascinating. Yeah, and you can also because it's Ubisoft, they like to have like um, collectibles and stuff. Mm. They have like landmarks, like they have the big, um, I want to say the the lima bean, is it? Oh, it's the bean at Millennium Park. Yeah, in you, Chicago. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it's all based in Chicago, so you have all the all the 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 landmarks, the landmarks, the bridges, and all that stuff. You know, the waterways. It's it's really a, a good game, and I think it's underrated. Yeah. Anything else you play? No, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So. I'll get you. I do have because they just released some more um, 
stuff for Lego Dimensions. Like they released the Ghostbusters pack, mm. which it's fifty dollars. It's the Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. So right away I'm already like, <laughs> but what they did was that the the you still use that base, mm. but you can take off all the um the portal stuff, yeah, and actually build the Ghostbusters. Yeah, like the Chinese food place that they're above. Okay. That's going to be your portal. Or you can just, you know, I guess they did a major update. I'm going to have to take a look. But you can just add, they have the, the Mission Impossible level, which I'm like, oh, I, I need that. I, hey. I, I need that one because I love Mission Impossible. They have the A-team set. I'm mm-hmm. like, they, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll come back. Uh, yeah, we'll end. come back and, and, you know, wrap this show up and uh, after you hear it. And then we'll talk about Beauty and the Beast, or Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, so uh, welcome back to the show. It is time for Ed to tell us what's hitting the new release wall this week. Yes, releases of the week. Here we go, kids. Um, I'm sure I've missed a few. Uh, there was a lot this week coming out that was pretty impressive, I have to say, for the list of uh, uh, movies. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse is coming out in 4K and Blu-ray and uh, DVD, so uh, anybody missed that, you can go catch that. All right. Also, the X-Men First Class is getting the 4K Ultra HD uh, treatment as well, so uh, if you want it in 4K, there it is. Uh, then we have uh, King Glaive, Final Fantasy XV. It's a limited edition steel bulk. It's coming out on Blu-ray. This kind of kind of annoys me. Okay. Only because I, I want to see it. But if you buy the the special edition Final Fantasy XV game, mm-hmm. the movie comes with it. But the move, but that game doesn't got pushed back to the end of November. So I have to wait <laughs> to see this yes. until the end of November. So I'm a little like, you couldn't push back the release of the movie? No. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Purge Election Year is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and digital HD. All right. Uh, Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. All right. Uh, Middle Earth Limited Collector's Edition is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> this one screams need for Sean like so much, but it is $500. Yes. <laughs> this is one of those things where it's like, you're, you're kidding, right? Because it looks like it comes... Here it is. Uh, it comes in like a little bookshelf, yeah, which looks really cool. Um, it's the six-film collection, so it's got all the extended edition trilogies. Mm-hmm. It is 30-disc Blu-ray and DVD gift set. Includes previously released special features from all six films, plus extended premiums. <laughs> and it also looks like it's got this like underneath... The bookcase, like the bookshelf thing, it looks like it has like a little s- slot for a book of some sort. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Um, here it is. For the first time ever, Academy Awarding Director for the Epic Adventure comes with one spectacular limited edition collection box. It comes with 30 discs featuring all six Middle Earth films in their extended forms, housed in six stunning faux leather books and a collectible Hobbit-style wood shelf. The one-of-a-kind wood shelf is crafted from solid wood with designs... Selected from, from by Peter Jackson. In addition to the extended release of every film, the collection also includes all previous release bonus content from both the theatrical and extended editions. Exclusive premium uh, design from, for the collection include a spectacular 100-page sketch-style book with replica, the Red Book of Westmarch, 
filled with original film sketches and new artwork, original reproductions of exquisite watercolor paintings by acclaimed conceptual art artist Alan Lee and John Howe, frameable and wall-ready. Uh, the Hobbit Unexpected Journey comes with all... It tells you what else on there. I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> they have the Hobbit Extended Trilogy, features almost an hour of additional footage that were carefully selected under the supervision of Peter Jackson. Um, the Battle of the Five Armies Extended Edition is rated R, by the way, mm. with more than 34 hours of theatrical and extended bonus content. It also includes more than two hours of extended scenes, also selected by Jackson, and more than 33 hours of theatrical and extended hour bonus content. Bonus content from the Hobbit trilogy, theatrical extended editions, will be included in the Blu-ray disc. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I need this. <laughs> I, I need a second job. <laughs> well, they're also coming out with a Middle-Earth theatrical collection as well. Who cares about that? <laughs> it's like, hey, look, here's if the best. If you're be- a purist. It's like, hey, look, here's the best, best steak ever. That you're going to end, it's going to last with you forever, a lifetime. And then, oh, by the way, here's a McDonald's burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Gremlins, Gremlins two two pack on Blu-ray is coming out. So, uh, and with the uh, with the uh, figures, uh, it's an Amazon exclusive of these uh, pop figures. Yeah, it's two one's Gremlins. of Stripe and one's of Gizmo. Yes. Gizmo, Gizmo. I want a Gizmo pop figure. That's cute. Is it like cute gizmo or no? It's cute. It's water after midnight. No, it's him, cute gizmo. Put him in the light gizmo. It's cute gizmo, and it's <laughs> sixty bucks. And it's not bad. You figure, okay, you figure the pops themselves are about uh, ten bucks, ten to fifteen dollars a piece, mm. and you figure both movies. Yeah, it's about it's it's a it's kind of the correct price if you bought both movies and both pop figures separately, mm. which probably means you'll never be able to find those that those two together ever. It's it's a Amazon exclusive. Yep. All right. What else? Uh, the Purple Rain Graffiti Bitch Under the Cherry Moon Blu-ray three pack is coming out, but you can also buy those individually as well on Blu-ray as yeah. well. This come this week. That's uh, Purple Rain Graffiti Bitch, which is a sequel, and Under the Cherry Moon, which was his black and white movie that he made. Yeah. You know, which had Raspberry Beret. In it, I think was a big song for that one. Okay. All right. You don't care. Hey, okay, what else? <laughs> a Gene Wild double feature, Hanky Panky, and Another You, is coming out. All right, that's to be expected. DVD. Uh, Preacher season one is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. That's a very good show. If you haven't catched it, yeah, I enjoyed it. it. I really did enjoy that one. I actually watched it. Probably won't be able to now if you're going to Rico. (laughs) 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 All right, what else is coming out? Uh, Penny Dreadful. uh, Sorry, Penny Dreadful. The final season is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, all right. I mean, I saw the first season. I thought it was okay. Um, they canceled it after the third season because I don't think the, I guess, even though it's a Showtime show, the, I guess, ratings, ratings weren't there. Weren't really there. But uh, all right. I mean, I hope they, they kind of, from my understanding is they filmed this third season as if it was going to be a final season anyway because I guess they kind of figured the writing might be on the wall. Mm-hmm. So they kind of ended it ended it before it could be canceled. Uh, Viking season four, volume one is coming out on Blu-ray. Because, uh, Yes. All right. What else? Uh, Venture Brothers, the complete six seasons coming out on Blu-ray. Never saw the show. Okay. It's a funny show. It's a good show. Okay. Uh, Miami Vice, the complete series is coming out on Blu-ray. I am all over this one, Ed. Because <laughs> I know it came out on DVD not a little while ago, but now this is the Blu-ray version of it. I, for a while, I was collecting. There's like, I think, five seasons. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yeah, I think five seasons yeah. of the show. And I was collecting them 
when they came around on DVD, and then eventually I had I was tight on cash, so I was like, the Miami Vices has got to go. Yeah, I, I'll collect them again. I'm sure they'll put it in a box set at some point in time. And they did do a box set around the same time that last season came out on DVD, but now it's coming out on Blu-ray, and it's only where I looked it up. It was like sixty dollars. I'm going at five seasons, twenty. I'm like. That's like two dollars an episode. I'm like, I'm in. And again, I will still claim today is one of my favorite series ending episodes of all time. All right. How they ended it, I was like, that was ballsy. So, and the music, I mean, it is. If you want, if you, for those people who weren't born in the '80s or who weren't teenagers in the '80s, if you want to know what the '80s were like, just watch this show. <laughs> music, the the. the Perfect combination of music to set a tone to a scene, and I feel like any movie after any movie or any TV show that has like a a set piece with music going over the action, I kind of feel like has was birthed from this show. Mm-hmm. The style, the way it's styled, oh, it's a goddamn good show, goddamn <laughs> good show. Ed, uh, Night Rider: The Complete Years is also coming out on Blu-ray as that well. Was a goddamn mediocre show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I love that. Again, but the teenage boy in me is like, cool car. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. Hello, Michael. Oh, God, I kind of want that one, too. <laughs> uh, I wonder if I can go home again with that one. I'll have to, I'll have to like, YouTube or maybe some streaming or something. Maybe Yuruku has it. I can watch it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, American Horror Story Hotel is coming out on Blu-ray. This Tuesday. Okay. Um, I, I have season one and I have season two. I don't have season three or four or five. I guess this is the fifth season. Uh, I thought this yeah. was the third. No, no, it was the fifth season. Fifth season, okay. Because the first one was the Haunted House one. The second one was the Asylum. The third one was the Coven. The fourth one was the Freak Show. The fifth season was the Hotel. And the sixth season just started. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh. So, okay, what else you got? Uh, that is all I have on the list, but I know there's probably some honorable mentions I missed. Actually, I do have some several honorable mentions. Um, it is hitting Blu-ray probably again. Um, that's a good show, especially now with the whole creepy clown stuff hitting the news yeah. now. <laughs> uh, like, good time to revisit that show, right? Because uh, it was a made-for-TV movie, and they're they're redoing the movie. They're doing a movie version now, so mm-hmm. it should look good. Uh, I also have, uh, the, if you've never seen Dexter, this is actually, believe it or not, the show today is the 10th anniversary of the show. Wow. So if you haven't seen Dexter, rush right out. The complete box, complete series is coming out in Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I might get that one because as much as I liked the whole collector's edition box, it wasn't as cool as the super limited edition. It was like, <laughs> they had, it was like a white manic, like it was like a... A very art go, art deco style like bust. It was like a like from the shoulders up, and it was all white. And the right. only thing it had was like a little. His one of his things was he would collect um, blood yeah. in slides, yeah, and he would cut the person's cheek. So <laughs> on this pristine white head is a line of red that was it was like sliced by Dexter itself mm-hmm. himself, and, and that's all it is. And the head unscrews. And or, or the the discs are inside the head. Yeah, and I'm like, that looks so fucking bad. It looked beautiful, but I was like, I'll never find that ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next best thing. It, it, it was a really great show. Yeah, okay about the ending, but eh, whatever. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the movie Body Double. That's hitting Blu-ray either again or for the first time. Yeah, I uh, 
I saw that and I did. Yes, it was. It already came out in that's July of, of 2014. Okay. So that's why I didn't put it on the list. Oh. I, I try to tend not to do like anything that was redo because they're also doing the whole Harry Potter uh, yeah, movies with, individually on Blu-ray yeah, again. Yeah, new covers. Yeah. yeah anything that kind of, hey, if you haven't bought it now, now it's here. It's $14 for an ep uh, here and with all new shiny. How much is it? 14 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're it, that's what else. If you're a fan of... We mentioned the Kingsglaive Final yeah. Fantasy. Were they also releasing the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children movie, mm-hmm. as well as the Final Fantasy uh, the, the Spirits, Spirits Within. Within? Now, the Spirits Within, I remember buying on DVD because it was the first like really good computer animation. Well, they used a Cray supercomputer to actually generate the graphics for that. Ooh, uh, explain that to us. I was, I a Cray supercomputer is there's uh, six of them in the United States. Okay. That uh, handles a lot of internet traffic, but it also does major calculations for the government and for uh, colleges and stuff like that. So they can use it. So they have to rent the time. It's not like, you know, somebody could buy a crazy right. computer, put it in their system and, and you get it to work because it takes like millions and billions of dollars to build one. So it's not you can walk in the Best Buy and go, give me one of those. Yes. All right. <laughs> So uh, it was one of those first like generated, and I mean like the pores were done. I mean, yeah, like, it, was, it was it was a beautiful, visually stunning movie to watch, but it didn't make as close to as much as as they put we're into hoping, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Um, Dinotopia, the complete miniseries. <laughs> I remember that's that's where uh, dinosaurs and men rule the world together. Um, let's see, I think there is one more that jumped out at me. Uh, Sliders, the complete series. Okay. It was an old, hey, it was, I liked it. It's a very science fiction movie where these guys go into parallel universes mm-hmm. and solve problems in a way or yeah. try to get back home to their own universe. You know, but, I liked it, but it was called Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is a group of people. <laughs> and Instead they, of one, we'll have a group. We'll have a group. And they won't be jumping in and out of people's bodies. They'll just be going into different dimensions, like different time uh, different alternate dimensions yes. where like, hey, here's the world where Hitler won the war and here's uh, one where you are actually uh, a billionaire scientist instead of the schlub guy that you are now. Like, <laughs> definitely. It was a fun show. It had Jerry O'Connell in it for a couple of years mm-hmm. and then it was taken over by his brother, uh, um, his his other brother. Jerry? Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Who, there's Jerry O'Connell and who's the other guy? I thought you gave his name already. It was Jerry O'Connor, and then his and then his brother, his, his brother, his, his brother. brother. It's, it's his you know his brother, his Jer- brother. It's another, it's another O'Connell. Uh, What's yeah. his name? Shit, now I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, <laughs> okay, it was Charlie O'Connell. There you go. Okay, it was started off with Jerry O'Connell, and then he left the show, and then his brother came and took over. I think it was one of those things where they went to a parallel universe where he had a brother who I think if I don't. And then I think he died, and then his brother was like, I'll continue on my brother's work, because technically... Well, I don't, I'm not going to watch the show. You I, just ruined it for me. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> I don't know how it ends. Maybe it ends like Quantum Leap, where they never go home again. I don't I don't know. You know, they have a nice list of uh, guest stars. Wow, that's a long list. That's a long list. That's a long list. That's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what else you got? Oh, I'm sorry. That was my picks of the week. Yes. All right, so let's go on video games. Okay, on video games. Here we go. Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack by Yacht Club Games for the 3DS, and that's a Tuesday release. A Tuesday release? That's what it says. All right, what else? Is that for? Uh, 
Then there's Rocksmith 2014 Edition Remastered by Ubisoft for the PS4 and Xbox One and PC. And that's a Tuesday release. I was a little curious about this one because this is, um, for those people who don't know what Rocksmith is, this is basically, it comes with a cable where you can plug any guitar into your PS4 or Xbox One. And it'll teach you how to play the guitar, an mm-hmm. actual guitar, right. not just the plastic one that you get with a rock band. This is completely different. Right. Um, I was wondering, I'm like, why didn't they just make another one? Why did they have to remaster one? It's two years old. But I'm looking into it because they added new features to it. They Instead of making, I guess the 2014 was so popular and so well-loved that they were like, you know what? We're just going to add some stuff. The thing, too, is the fact is, is that the, the, like teaching guitar is not really... Like you, there's not gonna be like another version of it, you know. You're right. Once you learn how to play guitar, you learn how to play guitar. Right. There's no like, hey, here's the next one for yeah. those beginners. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, why not just keep producing the same, same one thing over and over again? Because they did a, t- a 2014 and a 2015 version. The 2015 didn't. I don't think sold as well. Mm-hmm. Probably because everyone had the 2014 version. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. I, I always kind of there's a part of me that's always like, I kind of want to pick one up and see how I play. Like, will it will it teach you how to play different guitars? Like like will it teach you how to play the bass, or will it teach you just how to play? Like will it teach you how to play an acoustic? Will it teach you how to play an electric? Like where's it going with that? I don't, I don't, know. I, I don't, don't know. laugh at me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about instruments. Okay, I, I apologize. You're right. I shouldn't laugh at you. Just after like you know, forty years of music, you're like, really, <laughs> really, you can ask that question. But no, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's got to be different because there's different things <clears throat> on an electric guitar than there is on an acoustic guitar. So there has to be like an acoustic guitar has like the whammy bar on it, and like the strings look different. Like, isn't is it not completely different at all? Excuse, I don't like the look that you're giving me right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm waiting, I'm waiting, waiting to respond. I think I think he's about to make an attempt, and I'll try to do it more politely than him. <laughs> Is the fact that once you learn how to play a guitar, right? The idea of learning other kind of guitars is still the same because it's still six strings. It's still like right. the whammy bar is more like a hey instead it's an of effect, it's, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Type of thing like you, you, you generally like like I remember like when people learn guitar and like they had the whammy bar, mm-hmm. they wouldn't use it for like the six first six months of using playing right. guitar because right. you had to learn how to play the chords and how to move and how your how your hands moving down up mm-hmm. and down the, the neck. That's the kind of thing. But so acoustic, it's the same way. It's the right. same concept. Just because it's a wood body and it's right. th- thicker, basically, your hand goes mm-hmm. further out from the from where you are standing, it's still the same concept. So strict strings. Now, the only only difference is, is like if you would go from a six-string guitar to a 12-string guitar, they mm-hmm. have those. And a bass, there is no chord. So basically, you're just playing four strings. Right. So if you master guitar, you can play the bass. Got you it. can play Got the acoustic. It. You can do that. So if you've learned six strings, you can... Master okay. any instru- okay. any of those instruments. Thank you, Ed, for we, schooling no, us. We might actually have knowers. to get this because if people who bought the, um, the remastered is only sixty bucks, it's coming out on the Mac, PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One, and it'll be available as a free patch to folks who already own the game uh, on any platform. However, only people who buy the full price production product will receive the following six downloadable, downloadable bonus tracks at no additional cost. Uh, existing owners will have to buy them separately. Their six songs are Bob Marley and the Wellers, Three Little Birds. Oh, I love that song. See, that's why I'm like, right away, I'm like, we might actually have to get this. <laughs> Elvis Presley's Suspicious Minds, Fun, Some Nights, Jackson's Five, I Want You Back, Outcast, Hey Ya, and Train Ju- Drops of Jupiter. Oh, I love that song, too. Here's the deal. We don't have a guitar. <laughs> I know enough people that have that, that, that don't play theirs that we might be able to 
yank one away from that. I mean, I know nothing <laughs> about playing instruments. I really, it's like one of the things that I regret the most as a kid is the fact that I never took advantage of being in school and like being a part of band because I <laughs> love music and love instruments and really wish I would have learned how to play an instrument. Didn't. So that's actually, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that because I would love to learn how to play a guitar. I don't know anything about it, but I'm intrigued. I would, I want to learn about it. If that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. compatible with any electric guitar or bass with a uh, quarter inch output jack. Uh, participants pay to trial Rocksmith for 60 days. There is a, a, the ad is they give you a, a 60 days to try this out. Mm-hmm. And within 60 days, you should be able to play at least one of the songs on there. You should be right. able to not master the guitar, but enough to be able to kind of go, hey, let me pick up that car and be able to play this song. See, I'm kind of interested in that because I would love to play a guitar. And love. I, I heard, I mean, like you as a musician, probably get more annoyed by it because it's, hey, I'm learning how to play guitar through a video game where I'm actually using the song to kind of judge. No, I'm not, I'm not annoyed by this. I think this is a great idea when this came out, when I when this first came out. I think, wow, this is this is finally like when 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 the other, what, that four-button controller that you think, that's not playing guitar. Right. Like that's, you're just hitting the button at the right time right. when it hits the screen, you see it's the button. It's more about rhythm than right. actually learning. So, I mean, you, you get an idea of, of uh, timing mm-hmm. from that, but that's the only thing you get yeah, from Yeah, you can't that. read music. Exactly. Right. And, like, you know, so, so actually learning how to play a six-string guitar is like, mm-hmm. well, that's, you know, finally somebody got the idea of doing something with an actual instrument and, you know, not just giving you a, a cheap guitar and going, learn how to play music, you know. Right. For all you know, you may only be able to play those songs. Like, like someone walks in a band going, yeah, I know how to play Stairway to Heaven, Quick, someone give me the TV and monitor so I can play along with it. Right. You probably won't. I don't know how well you'll be able to kind of go. I learned how to play a guitar by playing Rocksmith 20, 2014, and now I'm in this multi-million dollar band. Like, I, like, will the game teach you how to read the music that it takes to be able to play guitar? I mean, I, from my understanding, it's maybe not reading the music, but you'll definitely be able to know that this is a G string. Right. This is an E. So. It, once you know that, and then you could probably buy sheet music that has E, F, E sharp. Well, I mean, we, to buy guitar music, they, they, they have what they call, um, uh, I forget the name of it. It's been so long since I think. But basically, it, it shows you the, the, the actual music. And then right under it is the six strings. Right. And it actually gives you the finger holds of how to, to play. Okay. So you could actually not even buy the game. If you were really interested in playing, you could figure it out. But it takes a lot of muscle memory. That's right, what it is. It's right, just basically right. remembering where things are. Like you learn the G chord, you learn C, D, all the different chords. Mm-hmm. And then you you could put it together. And then after a while, if you're just you know strumming away and if you can figure out what chords sound the best together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played the musicians that can't read music. Right. That, that, you know, like... Uh, well, some uh, of the greatest ones can't. No, uh, I can't think of his name right now. The slow hand they used to... Uh, Clapton, Eric Clapton. Okay. He can't he can't read music. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never learned it in all the years he's been playing. He's a phenomenal guitar player. Right. But he knows how the sound goes. He can hear right. the sounds, and that's the, the key of it. Mm. But the thing is, like, I've studied music. I've, I know how to write music. I know how to read music. And, the, you know, so it's not frustrating for me because I've played in bands where I've had guitarists that, you know, don't play. But they, you know, chords. So I go, okay, this is a G chord. This is the C, you know, and give them the rhythm and, the, you know, tell them where, where to hit right. the, the chords at the time. And then rhythmically they'll, they'll put it together, and then Ooh, that was a nice pop. I don't know what yeah. that was, but go ahead. <laughs> so like you can definitely learn a guitar, but I mean like like for Rocksmith, the only problem is like gosh, I don't know. I mean I haven't played it. Was the fact is, is how much time you put into it. I mean guitar yeah. players 
have to put at least probably three to four hours a day <laughs> right. every well, day. Well, that's the thing they don't tell you in the ad is like those people who spent 60 days with the game, how often did they play it? How often did they play like, it? Were they just doing three hours a day? Were they doing six hours a day? Like where, what was there? Like I got no job, but Ubisoft paid me X amount of dollars to learn how to play this guitar for 60 days. Um, I, if I want to get paid, I got better learn how to play. Right. Like it's... It's like those, as Paul Stanley once said, it's kind of like sex. The more you put in, the more you get out. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> that's the way you put it. You know, that's a good way to, you know, good analogy. I mean, like I said, I don't know. Like, it's not be like, hey, I bought this guitar and I'm going to play it. And I, I look, after an hour, I'm going, fuck, I hate it. I mean, you are going to have, to, it's going to hurt for a while. Cause you're, oh, yeah, your fingers are going to hurt because you're, 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 you're f- putting, applying pressure on. Metal strings, right? So right. that's the thing, and then you're sliding your hand up and down those strings, right? So there's there are times where you'll have like basically almost like paper cuts in mm-hmm. a way, but not paper cuts, but like right. indents in your hand. Imagine getting a paper cut with the cardboard. Yeah, I mean, there <laughs> were times where I could just smack my hand, and get, I wouldn't feel a thing, right? Because my hand was so numb mm-hmm. from playing for so many years that you just, you know, you, I'm like, you know, right. now I'm like, nothing. <laughs> you know, it's still not there. I don't have right. any feeling anymore. But that's the that's the whole point. Is the fact is that there's so much pressure. I mean, I've had, literally had bleeding. I was used to have band aids, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to play with band aids because if you can't feel the string, you don't know where you are. Right on the guitar, and you're, you but know playing. I, like, I have fat fingers, and they're yeah. not really long. Like she's got, I would call piano hands. She's got very long fingers. Yeah. So like, I think she would be better playing guitar than I would. Yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't, can't judge by that. They can't judge by that. No, because okay. I mean, I've. There's some huge guys that play guitar and they play them very well. Okay. It's just how much practice you have and how how well you can get your fingers to move in certain directions. Yeah. I mean, like they won't teach you proper hand position. That's one of the key things that they nobody teaches. That's a, like a student teacher relationship you have is how you place your hand in a proper position, and it hurts. It freaking hurts. Right. I mean, you know, to get that hand right on the neck. I can because I'm not doing it right because I need the neck to right. to be a part of it. The, the way the four fingers, because you usually have to have four fingers on four frets, while I'm, I'm thinking bass more than guitar, but it's like sometimes it's like you're playing on one fret and your <laughs> fingers got to be folded in a way. Like, right. And you got to get your pinky and your thumb, you don't use it all. So it's not like you're grabbing it like this way. Right. Your thumb is riding the back of the neck. So as you're playing, you know, you're, you're doing with four fingers and that's it. That's all you have in the strom hand. And of course, that can turn into a, you know, finger, that kind of thing. So. I love how you described that. <laughs> People get it. You know, they know, they... That's fascinating to me. So, I mean, you, you, you I mean, if, if it's what you put into it, it's like you said, like, right. the more you put into it, the better you can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I remember Stevie Ray Vaughan, like listening to his interviews before he died. He would say he would literally play like eight to 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. every day at home. And just, it's, and it's, that's why he, why he was. Why, he that's was. why I would say we the 10,000 hours makes you a master kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So the more mess, mess, muscle memory you put into it, the more better you'll be. Right. What else you got there coming out? Uh, we have Warhammer End Times from. Oh wait, sorry. War. Sorry, say Warhammer. it again. Warhammer End Times, Vernimate <laughs> by Nordic Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. All right. Okay, what else you got? Uh, Gears of War 4, the Ultimate Edition by Microsoft for the Xbox One, and that's a Friday release. Right, yeah, that's the, for people who pre-ordered it, got the deluxe, the, the $100 package. 
they get it four days before everybody else. Okay. And then Paper Mario Color Splash by Nintendo for the Wii U. That's our Friday release. Uh-huh. And finally, Mafia 3 by 2K for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that's a Friday that's release. A, that's, the way. that's the one. I was waiting for that finale. That's the finale because next week we will definitely have a review on that one because I am eagerly awaiting to play that game. You know, because it looks... I've seen the trailer. It looks beautiful. It, it looks it, it looks incredible. It's got the, the it's your standard plot for any kind of video game where it's you're, you're, the hero comes back from the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. He gets involved in some shenanigans and the mob, quote unquote, kills him, but they don't really do a good job of it. So he comes back and wants to wreak vengeance upon the mob that killed his family and, quote unquote, killed him. And create his own mob, but it's set in the late 60s, early 70s in a, um, you might want to say, fictionalized version of New Orleans mm-hmm. or New Orleans. And But it's all, I see the cars, all the glorious muscle cars of the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And the music is really good because it's set in that time. It's, I can't, and it looks beautiful. Like, just the cutscenes alone, I'm just like, yeah, it looks like an actual movie. It's no wonder why that, if you, it's a pre-order bonus, you actually get uh, like a, a movie poster replica of the cover because it it's, it's, looks amazing. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Can't wait. Tune in next week where I'm like, Game Focus sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and these video games brought to you by GameStop. Power the Flyer. <laughs> okay, so I we have two new, two games, video game reviews in mm-hmm. a way. We'll start with... Oh, do we have to start with me? No, we'll start with me because mine's going to be real quick. Just when I thought I was out, Ed, Destiny pulls me back in. Those <laughs> sons of bitches. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I've, I've said before in the past, Destiny is like that crazy girlfriend that you have where you break up with her, and a couple months later you go, I wonder what she's doing. So you call her up, and then you have a good time with her, but all of a sudden you realize, what the fuck am I with this girl for? Because she's fucking crazy. Or yeah. guy, whatever, you know, whichever, your significant other. And you go, I, I don't want to ever talk to them again. And then like, a couple <laughs> months later, I'm kind of bored. I wonder what they're doing. Maybe it'll be different to t- this time. And so you start playing. You get hooked back in. And then, you know, next thing you know, there's things being thrown at you. And you're like, ah, okay, I'm done. You know, it's, it's definitely like that kind of a game. Yeah. And again, they did it for me again with the Rise of Iron expansion pack that just came out last week. It will, well, a week and a half ago mm-hmm. at this point. I picked it up. Installed it, played it. I'm I'm enjoying it again. Um, I'm having fun. It's different, and I'm like, but now there's like, look, there's new tchotchkes, Ed. New tchotchkes <laughs> in the game that I'm like, I kind of want to have that. <laughs> like now they added these things. I forget what they're called, but their certain armors will have um, light accents. Yeah, like and they kind of give you one as a hey, first one's free, yeah. like kind of thing. <laughs> and I got this nice. Yeah, call. I'm a crack dealer. Here yeah, you go. <laughs> here's dice this. He's like, hey. First one's free, buddy. And it's like a nice gauntlet set that's got this white accent that lights up. And now there's other armor that you can collect and use different colors. You can kind of like mix and match kind of thing. Mm. And, and you're like, I kind of want that. It looks kind of badass. Like a little neon, you know, the nice white light accents while you're shooting things to death. I'm like, all right, I'm in. You know, that I was wielding a, a, a flaming battle axe. I was like, this is awesome. But in the end, it's still fucking Destiny. It's still going to be that game where I'm going to play. And like I just over the weekend, I was doing a quest that I had that I didn't really know how to do. 
and and she was she was starting to get worried because <laughs> it was you had three minutes to get from point A to point B, and I didn't figure that out because I'm sitting there. Oh look, bad guys! Let me just take my time and start shooting. And all of a sudden, three minutes are gone, and I'm dead. And I'm like, well, well, what? Happened? <laughs> oh, I gotta get up here in three minutes. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of was like, hey, bad guys, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Just run, 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 yeah. run. Get up there. And then there's these three bad guys that I got to kill within that within the three-minute time frame to get from point A to point B. And then you get the next thing for this quest. And then after you get that, which took me, I, I would say, at least six or seven times to actually <laughs> be able to accomplish it. But being a guy, and I'm running up, and I'm going, fuck, fuck, come on. Like, I was getting... Like, so I, angry. So, and like, like borderline... Raging on the game, he was so 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 mad. I was like, "Are you okay? Do you need to take? Do you need to time out for a few minutes? <laughs> like, because you're getting really, really, really mad." No, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> Dead. Oh, do you need a timeout now? Like, <laughs> that probably made it worse for you, right? Probably. Like, probably. It's like, don't tell me how to. Like, <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. Well, we already game differently, really oh, differently. Yeah. Like he'll. I cannot play a video game with him. Like, sometimes I'm like, don't say anything. Let me play the way I play. I'm going to get what I need to get done. Shut up. Don't look at me like that. Don't talk to me like that. Like, we really do game in two completely different fucking ways. So, like, (laughs) when he's doing something, I really want to be like, well, this is how I would do it. And I know that it would work because I'm always right. But I'm not going to tell you to do it like that. That's fine. Keep dying. It's cool. And then when I'm playing, he'll be like, oh, ooh. Oh. Or, or you're like, you're into it. You're so into it. And you'll hear somebody go, go left. Yes. You need to go more left. Yes. The left side. You got to watch out for that left guy. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. Shut up. A couple times. I see him. He's killing me. I get it. Yes. Which ties into the second story is. <laughs> she finally finished Batman Arkham Knight. Finally. finally. I realized that it's way, way long overdue, right? The first time I played, I've said it before, I got so frustrated with it. I was like, I can't play this right now. And then life got a hold of me and I never did pick it back up. Now, I'm currently not doing any fucking thing. So I was like, okay, I spent a lot of time at home by myself. Don't la- have to listen to his mouth telling me the way that he would do it. I'm going <laughs> to pick it back up and I'm going to play it on my free time, right? <laughs> the very first time I ever picked it up, Sean told me, complete the entire thing, everything before you do that last minute, that last thing, because the story flows better. Yeah. And that has been burned into the back of my head since the very first time I turned the game on, right? <laughs> So the whole time I'm playing... Fucking advice! (laughs) Goddamn game! (laughs) Fucking Batman! You're supposed to glide there! Not fall! You dumbass motherfucker! I'm really good at gliding. Like, really, really good at gliding. Yeah. Eh, with driving the Batmobile. (laughs) I actually hate driving the Batmobile, but we drive the Batmobile in different ways also. I don't mind taking walls out with me. I'm still gonna get where I'm going. He's like, no. (laughs) You know, I don't I don't mind when I hit people. They're not dead. He's Batman. He doesn't kill people. It's fine. Sean's like, got to make this perfect turn at the perfect 90 degree angle. I'm like, fuck that shit. Because you know sh- like- in my head, I'm shaving time to get from point A to point B. Yeah, because if you had a wall, you're shaving like two seconds more off. No, if you're off going the- fast enough and you hit that wall fast enough, it doesn't slow you down at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling you, we game different, but it still gets done. I still got done what I needed to get done. My biggest issue was doing all the Riddler trophies, Mm -hmm. right? 
I love solving the riddles because I like to think about it. So mm. if it's like, you know, it's like, okay, well, such and such is doing such and such. And you have to go around and like scan a picture of something to solve mm. the riddle. Those I'm really, really good at. It's the trophies that I hate going around the city to get. Absolutely hate it. Cannot fucking stand it, right? Well, Sean's like, but you have to do the whole game. And I'm like, fuck. It makes it sound like I, uh, there was plenty of times where I was like, you know what? If you just want to do story, fine. I'll tell you how it ends. No, see, I didn't want that. I wanted it to flow. If he wouldn't have ever said anything to me to begin with, I would have just played the story and like not worried about going around and collecting all the Riddler stupid stuff. It would have been fine. But because he said it. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault. (laughs) Yes. Just. Get used to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. You know, I mean, he how long have you been in this it. relationship? It's your fault. Whether you whether you were there or not, whether you said anything or not, it's your fault. He doesn't get it. He right. still doesn't learn. Learn. All right. Right. So, over the last few days, uh, or a couple days of last week, he has a bunch of off time. So I'm I can do the Riddler trophies, but sometimes I get so frustrated. I don't want to break his stuff, right? (laughs) I am a rager when it comes to games. Will scream at the top of my lung, chunk controllers across the room. I've threatened to stab his TV like four times. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw in here. Five minutes ago, she was like so concerned about my well-being. Like I needed a timeout. (laughs) Because normally he's so calm. So it's weird to see him get so upset. I'm upset all the time. (laughs) It's not strange for me to be cussing the TV out. It's weird for him. I do it all the time. I can see a commercial that I don't like and cuss the fucking TV out. He's calm, cool, collective. Nothing ever bothers him. A piece of paper could fall on the floor and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Complete and total opposites. (laughs) Anyway, so it's time to do Riddler trophies and I'm like, babe, we're going to sit down we're going to get these Riddler trophies done. Because at this point, I've done everything else. Mm. All the bad guys I've beat, all the extra DLC I've beat, I literally just need to go around and collect Riddler trophies. So he's like, okay, cool. Whatever I start to get frustrated on, I'm like, do it. And I just pass him the controller, and then in like 20 fucking seconds, he's like, here you go. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Took me two hours! Two fucking hours! You did it 20 seconds! Yes! Fuck you! So many times, Ed. You have no idea. Oh, I do. No, I do. How many times I got to look like... Stupid. Yeah. Really? Like, what? Yes, you do it. Eventually, it got down... I like going to collect all the little green guys that tell you where the trophies are, mm-hmm. right? But there was a couple times where I did not counter them. So I just killed, or I killed the green guys on accident, or I hit them with the Batmobile because I get enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> they don't die. It's Batman. Nobody dies in Batman. I get enjoyment out of going in battle mode and just chasing the bad guys around. Like, I really she do. Literally, <laughs> okay, picture this. You're walking down the street. You're a thug. You turn around, there is the tank, right? In the Batmobile. And it's in full pursuit tank mode. And you start running, and it's slowly chasing you. It's like Christine. It's just following you, going, where are you going to go? Yes. I'm right here. Oh, you hit, I just hit that wall. Look where that building fell. Imagine what happens when I hit you. And she will literally, like, there'll be, like, the green high- highlighted guy and, like, three other guys. She will hit, she will, uh, and this, I think, is very a stupid gaming decision. 
Because she'll take the tank and hit those other people around them. Meticulously. Like, I will move the tank in and out of areas so that I don't hit the green guy, but I want to hit the other guys because I don't feel like fighting the other guys. If I leave the green guy all by himself, all I got to do is push XX and triangle, and I get to interrogate him. It's real easy. I don't have to punch a bunch of people in the face. I don't have to counter anything. Other people aren't going to run up and join the fight because that pisses me off, too. I'm like, this isn't your business. Why didn't you stay over there across the street? I was beating up these bad guys. Not beating you up. Stay the fuck out of my business. Now I got to punch you in the face too. Yeah, there was a lot of that kind of talk. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I would not. You, you couldn't just mind your own business. Now I got to kick your ass too. Because I talked to it the whole, like, completely have a full conversation. Trash talker like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I found it kind of cute. But <laughs> I mean, I had a similar situation when Tron Legacy came out. They came out with a Tron game, and there was a there was an online like version of it you could play other people. And there's one with a tank and a light cycle. And there's like okay. three or four people in plays at the same time. And one person gets a tank, one person gets a light cycle. And you could switch it off. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody could jump off, then somebody could jump right. in. Well, I always got the tank because nobody wanted it. <laughs> but, like, it's like you need the tank. You like, you right. need the thing. I would just wait for that because the guy's like, woo, like riding around the light cycle, like, woo, this is awesome. I'm like, bam. And then he falls <laughs> yes. to the ground and he's dead. And I'm like, you should have got the tank. Yes. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I can't find my strategy guide. I do not fucking use strategy guides, right? I'll just figure it out. If I don't figure it out, there's this awesome thing that exists in the world called Google. And you can <laughs> Google someone's walkthrough, and it will tell you the answer that you're looking for. I'm not flipping through a book. I'm not paying the extra money for the fucking strategy guide. No, fuck all that. YouTube. That's that's me, right? If I can't, fi- and I will do like some serious time trying to figure it out on my own. If I get to the point where like I'm like either I have to figure this out or I can't play this game, I'll go to YouTube, watch a walkthrough, skip through a couple minutes to the point that I know that I'm at, figure it out, see like the first step that I was stuck on, pause it, and then continue to try to figure it out on my own. Mm. I don't watch the whole thing. I don't need it to tell me all the answers. Just help me out on this like one little part that I'm stuck on. So with the Riddler trophies. It, you know, every time you beat a green guy up, it, like, reveals the stuff on the mm-hmm. map. Well, there was a couple times where we needed, like, two trophies on the whole entire island, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'm just going to glide around for a little while, look for some more green guys to beat up. An hour after gliding around, I didn't find anyone. So I'm like, fuck that shit, you two. <laughs> I did. I, I beat them all up or hit them with a car or did something that they couldn't tell me the answer anymore. Mm. So I go to YouTube and finally Sean's like, okay, if this is how we're going to, because he doesn't like doing that. He would rather figure it out or use a strategy guide. To mm. me, it's the same thing. One's on paper, one's on a computer screen. It doesn't really matter. I, I, I can see that. Point. Yes, I, but I'm old school. So back before the Google <laughs> yeah. God, it was strategy guide, mm. you know, or a forum somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> um, so we do all the Riddler stuff. It took us a couple of days to like really get it all done after like, hey, we've been doing this for four hours. We should probably go eat something, you know. Um, luckily, all of my stuff was upgraded. Everything was done fine. There was just a couple times where if I was like in a fight or um, you know how when you go to defuse one of the little bombs that's on the ground mm. and a bunch of tanks come and you have to beat all of those tanks. We do that completely different. I'm, like, moving around in the tank constantly. I don't stay anywhere. They can't hit me because I don't sit anywhere long enough for them to hit me. Right. Sean will stay there and, like, bang, 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 and just turn the camera. Where I'm, like, "Mm, spin, spin, spin. He's, like, Stacey, you're making me dizzy because I spin the camera so fast. I don't look, all you got to do is follow the red line. I don't need to see them. I need to follow the red line. And Mm -hmm. it's a glowing red line. 
I can spin real fast and still know exactly what I'm shooting at. And I'm good at it. Like, really good at it. Like, a couple times he's like, here, Stacey, you do this one because you're really good at these fucking tank battles. It's because I, I move so fast mm-hmm. that they can't ever hit me, you know? Um, but after all of that, went to the final thing. I guess I won't spoil it if there's anyone out there that hasn't played it yet. You know who mm-hmm. Arkham Knight is? I feel like at this point, everybody's played it, but I just beat it, so maybe not. Um, <clears throat> beat the Arkham Knight, found out who he was. The whole time, I knew who he was. Sean wouldn't tell me because I asked him not to. I haven't watched any gameplay. I wouldn't let any of my friends tell me. I was like, no, I'm going to play this and figure it out all on my own. Don't ruin it for me. You mm. know, like I'm a fan of the storyline in it, mm. so don't mess it up. So the whole time, I'm like, I know who it is. I know exactly who it is. That has to be who it is. It doesn't make any sense for it to be anybody else. And finally, when it happens, I was like, ha, I fucking told you. I knew that's who it was. And Sean's like, I never told you you were wrong. And I'm like, it's not the point. Don't <laughs> 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 hate that moment? <laughs> like, I got it, I got it. Well, I never told you you were wrong. Fuck you. You yes. didn't say nothing. I, 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 I was like, yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> I got it on my own. I think the, the biggest thing out of the entire <laughs> game for me. So I beat the story all but going to do the final thing where you go to deal with Scarecrow, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, all I have to do, I have like six Riddler trophies left. Everything else is beat. So it starts counting down. Once you get, the Riddler talks shit to you the whole entire game. I have to mute the TV sometimes because it makes me so mad. Every time <laughs> I die, he comes on and he talks shit to me and it only makes me even more mad. So sometimes I'm like, mute that. I can't listen to that. Mm-hmm. Or I'll put headphones in and I have like angry rap music playing. And then it takes me like 30 seconds to do it because I've got angry rap music going on. So I'm like, punch, 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 counter, 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 punch, punch, punch. Boom, <laughs> done. Right? The whole time I have like NWA banging in my ears. You know what I mean? Like it's really, really easy. So I get to 10 Riddler trophies and the Riddler comes on and he's like, what? 10? There's only 10. And I'm like, bitch, I'm coming for, I hate the Riddler right now. Like I hate him. (laughs) So I'm like, wait till I get these other nine trophies. Cause I seriously trash talk the game. Like at the top, a couple times he's like, Stacy, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Dad's sleeping. You got to calm down. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm going to kick his ass when I get my hands on him. Right. (laughs) So then it gets down to like five. And every time you get another trophy, he's just like, no, I can't believe you. And I'm like, oh, wait till I get my fucking hands on you. Like, (laughs) Riddler, I am coming for that ass. Be prepared, right? (laughs) So it's like the last one. I'm like, Sean, Sean, this is the last trophy, Sean. I was so excited. Like, keep in mind, I've been sitting here for the last hour watching her do this. So I already know it's the last one. (laughs) That's not the point. I was so excited. I was out for a sandwich. I just came in to see how you were doing. Last one? Good job. I was so, and he's so not supportive when he tells me, he's like, good job, babe. I'm like, can you be excited with me? I am down to five trophies out of the 243 fucking trophies that are in this goddamn game. You've got to be a DVD set with an extra bonus disc for him to get excited. No kidding. (laughs) Or a new video game that he drools after he sees the trailer. Right? So it's like the last one, and he's like, you can meet me at the orphanage. And I'm like, bitch, I'm already out the door. You didn't even have to tell me twice. And then I like leisurely glided, taking a break on my way to go kick the Riddler's ass. As soon as I get in there, he's like, now you may fight me. I'm like, oh, bitch, you better pull them pants down because it is time. (laughs) The whole time I was fighting him, it's like... You know, you have to fight his little robots, and then, you know, he lets his guard down, and you can run up and punch him in the face. And it's like, (laughs) 
square, 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 square. I probably almost <laughs> broke his controller as hard as I was. Square, 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 square. Never square. seen someone get so much enjoyment <laughs> about beating the shit out of an animated character. I was so <laughs> fucking excited. We should have recorded it because it was the commentary alone of me playing is hell. It's got to be hilarious. It has to be. It was fucking hilarious. Great game. A lot of stuff that I called. A lot of stuff that I didn't call. You know, like a lot of it, I was like, oh, that's where they're going with that. And I'm a Batman fan. So Mm. for me to not know where they're going to go with that always pleasantly surprises me. I hate when I'm like, I already know where that's going. And then I'm right. Because I'm like, why did I even put time into this? Nothing was a surprise. But there were some some things where I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, it, it was really, really good. It's, it's really funny to hear her talk sometimes. <laughs> she's, she's from Texas. So you think that's going to be like the southern draw going on. <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> I got your ass right here. Pull those pants out. It's on. Yes. So, so later this month, I think in a couple weeks, the return to Arkham is hitting finally hitting PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It's mm. basically the remastered edition of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm guessing you want me to get that? And she's like, hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, all right. You know, you we'll- know, and I'm sure I'll get all pissed off again going around and collecting Riddler trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have him like record me for like two minutes so that you guys... It's, it has to be hilarious. Hey, this is the guy that to this <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for the show. It has to be hilarious. So, uh, so I learned some new curse words. <laughs> I never heard those phrases of those words put together in that sentence ever. And I'm 46. I thought I could figure out creative ways of cursing people out. Holy mackerel! My eyes have been opened. <laughs> So, yeah, so next week, expect a review of uh, uh, Mafia 3. Nice. Other than that. Okay, so now let's get into the news, Ed. Nerd news time. Well, speaking of Batman, (laughs) (laughs) Rocksteady is moving on from Batman. Yay. For real this time. Oh, okay. I mean, well, they did. I do know for the people who are getting one thing you didn't. Well, I guess because it's not next week, but the PlayStation VR is coming out in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Rocksteady did do a uh, Batman VR Yes, they did mention that the fact that the last E3, uh, was it E3? Yeah. Yeah, it was E3. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that they were working on it, and everybody was kind of surprised that Rock City was working on this. But uh, as as far as they were, they were at, uh, it was Dax Glenn at the EGX 2016, which is basically the uh, UK's version of E3. Okay. And uh, they sat down and talked with them, and he says, yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're finally done this time for good. Um, but they really don't know for sure. So they're, right. they're kind of like we wavering on that a little bit. Uh, but they are working on something new, but they're keeping tight lip about it. And, uh, we'll find out more in the future. I, I mean, it's a shame. Like I, it, the Batman, the Arkham series is a great series. The ones that are done by rock city, the Arkham origins, I would say you don't need to play. It's a nice, don't waste your it's a, time. It's a decent time killer of a story, but I mean, it didn't really. It's not rock steady, so I just kind of feel like they just took what they had from Arkham City that was left over, polished it up, and made a new game out of it. Mm-hmm. It felt like an expansion pack because I yeah. played all of them. Loved Arkham Asylum, loved Arkham City. Arkham Origins comes along, and I'm like, didn't I just play this game? Yeah, it was. It <laughs> felt like the exact same map from uh, Arkham City, and it was just 
too many glitches, and that they said they were never going to fix those glitches because it never, never led with the, never had any impact on the main storyline. I'm like, yeah, but what those people who want to get 100 percent, like it was really the only good thing that came out of it was I got the collector's edition. Yeah, I got this nice statue <laughs> of Joker. On a in front of a table, it's it's it, it, that I remember because I was there when you bought it. When yeah. you got that midnight release, we got it. You... I actually completely co-signed with that because I got that. That's the only collector's edition thing that I've ever bought. And when I got all of the cool stuff with it, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Play the game. Hated the game, but was so happy that I got all of the cool stuff yeah. that came with the game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I mean, I'm sure they'll whatever they do is now that they've pretty much established themselves as a kick-ass team that really cares about the product that they put out at least as far as they had nothing to do with arkham's origins other than mm. the fact they went yeah here's the stuff we did go have fun with it yeah but outside of that i'm like I, I, godspeed i can't wait to see what they're gonna do next yeah you know if they're gonna tackle like an, of another move like another comic book hero or are they gonna go completely off the charts somewhere else in a different way like i'm i'm, I'm excited to see what happens i mean they i mean they definitely have great developers there that can do anything really i mean if it's the world is theirs, basically, yeah. in terms of, of making video games. I mean, they've they have two, three great games that they there's came out with. There's very few games companies, like developers. That and the thing I'll, is, they've I'll been doing with. they've been doing Batman for ten years, almost ten yeah. years now. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that's amazing to hear, you know. But I mean, it takes a lot of time to develop those games. But yeah, but you still. figure that how much heart and energy they put into these games. It's yeah, just how like, many people go? Oh, we developed this game for five years, and you get it, and you go, oh my god, this is shit. Like, yeah. these guys quality stuff, like. Uh, there's very few publishing companies like Bioware and Blizzard, you know, Rockstar are, are three three companies that I can think of that you kind of go, they do good work. I'll mm. always support them and what they decide to do. Rocksteady has just entered the ranks for me as those top four companies. Yeah. So, okay, what else you got there? Uh, you know, this is about Star Wars because I haven't talked about Star Wars in a long time. Okay. So but uh, the, the biggest scene you could say from taking from the original movie was the trench run you could say right? sure like how luke and you know destroyed the death star right actually that part of it was a mistake really yes uh colin kentwell who is a designer for all the biggest ships vehicles you know in the star wars universe the x-wing tie fighter the star destroyer and so on he was making it and he says they didn't really have the plan of having that trench in the middle of it but when they were building the model they were putting it into two halves and basically oh. where they put it together, those two ends kind of just sunk in and they go, well, let's just put it to finish the model. Let's put a trench in there. Oh, okay. And it wasn't like going to be part of the movie at all. It was like, until Lucas saw that and going, you know what? We can do something with that. We can put a, you know, a, the oh, fighters okay. going down that run and doing that whole thing. So that iconic scene would never really happen if they built the model differently. Wow, that's good to know it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. No one is happy about that's a, a bar bet that you can win now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got there in the news? Uh, well, you kind of like the Fast and Furious movies, right? Like, uh, kind of. I'm, I'm always on the fence. I'm not really a big Van Diesel fan. I'm also, but I'm more of a rock fan, so he's in them. So, all right, I'm in. But I mean, you like the car movies, like per se, like of those kind of like. Uh, uh, high action, high end cars. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm an action oriented kind of guy. So, uh, well, apparently, Hot Wheels uh, scored the Fast and Furious director Justin Lin to uh, make the Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a bunch of giant kids with little cars and orange <laughs> tracks. Going to go woo. 
<laughs> like coming at you, Hot Wheels. <laughs> you know, I, 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 apparently this this it's been development for, since 2003, so they've been working on this for 13 years, wow. <laughs> and it's been passed around to a lot of different companies. Uh, um, uh, Columbia, Warner Brothers, and uh, Legend of Pricks for most recently, and they actually had writers who's currently working on it. But uh, Justin Lin's uh, 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 production group is actually taking over on it. I can't think of, I can't find it now. Where right. it was there, but uh, yeah, he was uh, definitely he's definitely going to work on. It. He's going to actually like uh, write and direct the the movie and uh, really do it. So what it's about, we don't know. It's tight lipped, but of uh, course, because hey, hey, Hot Wheels, we're making a movie. Really? Worked for Transformers? Yeah, but they're robots in disguise. <laughs> like they're robots in disguise. They're more than meets the eye. They go whoosh 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 robot. Whoosh 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 car. Hot Wheels is just a car. Unless they make it kind of like um talking cars, maybe? <laughs> like and I mean, that's been done already too. <laughs> well, I, I, I know, but I mean like how are they gonna I'll just like it. Like, I don't, like, you kind of, like, I'm shrugging my shoulders going, what are they going to do? Like, eh? Like, I mean, if anybody remembers, there was a, a 80s cartoon, the Hot Wheels 80s uh, animated oh, series, right. you know, where they had these little boxes that were in the cars that could do stuff, and the wheels could flip in, and it turned into flying cars, and they did all these, like, action scenes. I, I don't, like, you how know, are they going to, I mean, I how are they going to? What are they gonna do? It's like, hey, Hot Wheels, we're gonna have guys that are like, wait. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Fast and Furious, the kid version. I'm, I'm, I, I, it's the thing. I don't get it because it's, it's diecast cars that were made. I mean, they're popular. Don't get me wrong. They're I mean, still popular I, today. Yeah. I, I had a few, you know, when Mike was yeah. growing up. Um, but the thing is, it's like, what can you do with it as a movie? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, sense. ask people who did Battleship. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing that you could do with it is where cars for Disney went. You know yeah, what I mean? guess like a live action cars kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's a live action cars kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, I think there's enough people with little boys that still collect Hot Wheels that it'll still. I, I bought some for my nephew not too long ago. Like yeah. The Batman series. And mm. then there's the Star Wars series that they put out. Like they're, they're, you know. It's there. I mean, it's a good product to try to market in other ways, but I don't. A I movie? Don't, I, I don't know. Like, are they going to be like doing this big orange track with Beastie Boys playing in the background? Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh my god, here comes the big giant loop. The loop. It's sabotage. Would you watch that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cut me a good ass trailer. You got my interest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be people like you that make that money, that movie make money. I, 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 look, I'm just as much a sheep as the next person. I'll admit it, but like, I'm like, I don't get what they're gonna do. So if you give me a badass trailer and go, oh, they're doing that, I'm in. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what else you got there? Ed? Uh. Well, one of the movies that's coming out for Marvel is, of course, Black Panther. And I yeah. know you're a little bit excited. I'm that's really excited, excited about, about seeing that. Yes. Uh, apparently, the Michael B. Jordan's going to appear as Eric, Eric Killmonger. Yeah, he's one the of bad his, guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Well, they found a second bad guy to uh, be a part of the movie. The white man? The what? The white man? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just saying. For like, us vanilla people. Ouch. <laughs> All right, who's the other bad guy? <laughs> uh, it's actually a character in the comic books called Manape. Is a as uh, is, is, really? is the character? Yes, uh, it's going to be played by uh, persons of interest actor Winston Duke. Uh, Variety is reporting this that he's going to play Man Ape in the Black Panther movie as a secondary evil uh, uh, evil character in the movie. Okay, I'm, I'm googling Man Ape because I want to know if he's basically their ver- Marvel's version of uh, what's his face uh, from DC. Um, well, he was well, Man Ape is it's actually it's not it's. The, the origin they're giving here in the story is the fact is is yeah, that he is. he's an adversary. the 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 characters the actual name is Mabuk. Oh, okay, I see. He's actually a guy dressed in a ape suit. in ape soup. He basically is a another Wakandan warrior who wanted to uh, basically take over uh, Wakanda, and uh, he his like group of people became a gorilla like a white gorilla cult. Um, gotcha. And, and and the thing is, he actually killed a white gorilla and drank the blood of the gorilla. And he wears it as a skin, and then yeah. wears the skin. Okay. And they, apparently, they gave him some some uh, uh, special abilities of super strength and uh, uh, um, speed and agility as well, and stamina, okay. and some other other stuff like that. So that's that's going to be the secondary character uh, coming up there for uh, Black Panther. All right, I'm 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 in. Okay. So uh, all right, what else you got there? Uh, speaking of Marvel, Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, and uh, they actually talked to Kevin Feige uh, about the uh, whole magic aspect because if you remember back in Thor, how they handled magic was they called was it, it science. Yes, you were humans are too stupid to realize it's called science, so we you guys call it magic. Yes. All right. So uh, basically, that's how they're going to kind of present it in a way. He says, "I, I it, it's." It's kind of they wrote it off as a single line of Thor, like kind right. of like passing it off, but that's how they're gonna kind of give it like a, almost like a science feel to it instead of like magic that uh, really he's portraying. Yes. Okay, um, I'm curious how they do that because it, I just saw I was watching uh, the bonus features on on Civil War, mm-hmm. and the the thing that they showed is that that there's a whole nother like the magical realm that they're gonna tap into. So it should be it. either way. I don't care. I'm still seeing it. Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Fuck you, I'm in. November 4th, it's coming out. That's so right. We'll gonna... be seeing it Yep. that weekend, and then we'll, we'll report on what we see. That's it's nice. a month away. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. Look at me with math. <laughs> 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 All right, what else you got there, Ed? Well, we're going to keep on with the whole Marvel theme. And, All right. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, they, they figured out a reason maybe why Tony Stark will be in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Because he wants to bang Aunt May? <laughs> I mean, it's Marissa Tornay who's aged very well, and who they they who can blame them? Like I'm gonna. That's my. That's well. Um, that's what I'm going for. Like, well, that's not the. They that's they're actually going for that more. Might, a, that might be what everybody's going. Yeah, we know why he's in there. Yeah, come on. But the real reason is because apparently they're going to have a Stark Expo. Uh, there was an image uh, produced that there's a flyer going around that it's going to uh, uh, show Stark Axel will happen in October 17th to the 27th, 2018 in New York City. Ooh. So that might be somewhere along those lines where you're going to see a, you know, maybe the Stark Expo or at least him being there to set it up. Okay, I, I'm gonna. this is where I'm going to call right now. Ready? 
Um, it's going to be a moment in time where Spider-Man's back's against the wall and he doesn't know what to do and he's kind of feeling down, doubting himself. The Stark Expo's going to come into town. He's going to talk to Tony or Tony's going to seek him out since, you know, he does, he did give him the suit and okay. all for those people who've seen Civil War. Spoiler if you didn't. Um, and he's going to go, hey, look, how's your aunt? Blah, blah, blah. And he's going to say, look, I'm having problems with it. And Tony's going to be kind of like the the moral boost, believe it or not, or the boost that Pete needs to help overcome his current problem. Tony will probably make some sort of a, you know, I had that problem too back when I was in high school, blah, blah, blah. And her name was so-and-so. He'll be charming as fuck as always. And he'll make a few jokes and you'll laugh. And there you'll be like, that Tony's a good guy. And then you go, that's exactly what Peter Parker needs to get, you know, kick ass to beat the shit out of an old man because it'll be vulture and then it'll be that moment it's that's that's i'm calling it now that is that's where i'm saying tony's gonna fit in the movie okay that's we'll see how we'll see how how close you are how close i am and i think you're pretty close i mean mean, it sounds sounds believable i'd watch it (laughs) i'd watch that bored as fuck but i'd watch it well what would it be like because it's like i already know what happened sean already explained to me last year hey i explained the kryptonite thing pretty well (laughs) <laughs> when Batman v Superman how they were going to bring Kryptonite into the thing yeah that's right you know? so I mean I've, I've seen enough movies to be able to kind of make a, to ruin it for everybody yeah yeah to make an educated <laughs> guess yeah we know like, they, like some educated guesses are just more believable than others that's what I think what do you think or you don't care I, I'm excited that Spider-Man's going to be back on the big screen so I, I, really, I really don't care like you know I don't, I don't care, care who's in it I don't you know I mean, I, I loved him in Civil War so I mean yeah. I think he's going to do really well this guy kid so I'm, I'm yeah, excited I can't wait so. The little kid of me is already screaming like I want it. I want it. I went out. I went out. Shut up! Shut up! You're still in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. I'll wear your skin later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else you got there? One last article because I got some bonus stuff for when we do when we because oh. I'm going to tease something not really for me but more from her from her side of the camp. Um, when we get to the bonus material, but you finished, you do this article. I, I got one more. It's about Disney. So we'll just, oh, okay. Pretty quick. I think we can get this done pretty good. Well, um, John Favreau, of course, directed the jungle book. Yes. The movie. live action jungle book. Uh, you know, they, they were wondering if he's going to make a sequel. They were talking about it. Actually, Disney just this past week has announced the fact that they're going to do a live action Lion King and John Favreau is going to be the one directing it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I did not see the the Jungle Book, so she has. She you liked it, didn't you? Yes, I did see the live action Jungle Book, and I there was a couple things about that I was like, really, that wasn't like the cartoon. But I could look past <laughs> it. <laughs> I could look I mean, past I mean, it enough like, to still enjoy did, it. Did you see Cinderella in the live action? I did, and fell asleep twice. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Maleficent. I loved. I really loved. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just. It's kind of because they they take a different twist on every movie. Because like when I saw Maleficent, I'm like, that's not even close to. Not movie. even close, but I still fucking love it. I enjoyed it though, but I'm like, yeah, not even close. Well, they did, uh, um, oh fuck, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Right. You know, I I enjoyed that one. I really enjoyed that one. I watched but both like, Alice in Wonderlands, the the one that they did a few years ago, and then the one that they just the did. Glass. Yes, I seen both of those and really, really liked Alice one. I liked The Jungle Book. I would watch it again. I wouldn't try Cinderella again. I fell asleep twice. I'm done. I don't but even like Cinderella. Jungle Book's out on Blu-ray. I'm definitely picking it up. Probably. It was good. There, It was little things that I was like, well, the, like the snake is different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
still has like the the crazy eyes. You know what I mean? It was it was very very small things. Mm-hmm. The orangutan is enormous and I didn't really know why they did that but it was still enough for me to be like I like this Mm -hmm. I like what he did with this this was enjoyable I would not only buy this but watch it a few times to to be able to enjoy it and I'm not even a big fan of the Jungle Book cartoon like it's it's the Jungle Book I know what I'm picking up Friday (laughs) Jungle Book (laughs) um but the, the the Lion King one, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to handle that one. I mean, okay, first I thought John Favreau was going to be kind of on the outs for Disney because after Iron Man 2, he kind of walked away from the whole, like, he felt like kind of fucked over by Marvel slash Disney. But apparently Disney's like, no, 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 please, we want you to do something here. What Would you like to do anything? I want to do a live action Jungle Book. Sure. And then yeah. it winds up making over a $100 million movie, $100 million movie and they're like, you're pretty good. You want to do something else? What else you want to do? Like, and he's like, um, Lion King? Sure, sure, you can do the Lion King. Sure. You know? So, I, <laughs> that, was my, that was my Disney execs. The whole, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure, sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm... It is so weird to see a big, grown-ass man. Sure, 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 I wish I had video. I mean, I, 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 so, like... I'm, I'll probably make an, an effort to go see that in the theaters because I do love The Lion King. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. They say that they're going to have like the original songs in there from Really? The, yes. So you're going to have uh, Hakuna, Hakuna Matata? Matata? They have to. Like The Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata, those have to be. If it's not, people are going to be really, really, really disappointed. So like they, they would have to have some of the original music I mean, I can definitely there. see Hakuna Matata. I can definitely see the... Uh, Circle of Life because that was more of a of a like a, a it's moment. the opening they're, yeah, scene they're yeah not, they're not <laughs> singing it you but. know when they especially the Elton John Tim Rice can you feel the love tonight it won an Oscar right. like right. how can you not have that in the movie like, right like let's put our best stuff in there sure I mean yeah. I, I can see like a little Simba singing I can't wait to be king yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of you guys right now because I listen to Disney music on the regular <laughs> every day. I listen to Disney music. Uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> I can Disney karaoke acapella at the top of my lungs any given time of any given day, right? I'm so proud that both of you were just singing. I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's, there's every time we go to Disney, there's a uh, show basically not a show but like a movie it's like a 3D movie and like the 3D is like really like like that close <laughs> to your face like 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 you could like get smacked by Simba in the face <laughs> that's how close it gets but they play all the popular songs mm-hmm. through this through this thing so after a while it just gets burned in your brain oh it's so yeah. catchy yeah. Disney music is so catchy it's like hey I can't wait to be <laughs> oh, no yes Hakuna yes. Matata <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely seared into your brain I I but, I stole my favorite bad guy of all the Disney villains, the Scar. The Scar, but he's the my the he's just flat out evil. There's well, no it's, ar- it's based off of a Shakespearean it's play. Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's Mr. Macbeth. Yeah, Macbeth or Othello. I think uh, it's Othello. Othello. Yeah. Othello, Othello, yeah. yeah. Um, no, Macbeth. Uh, father kills brother. Kills brother. Assumes the mantle. Still kind of. I thought up. that was Othello. No, Othello is with the. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, everyone we'll work on that later. Well, like right now, we'll right now there's a whole bunch of nerds going, Othello, that's the one where it's, it's well, in the movie version, it was, um, it's basically the more, um, basically it's it's the Black, Le- Black King. It's where you get Yago from. Yeah. Um, 
which is more like Jafar, the we call it the parrot from uh, Aladdin. His yeah. name's Iago. Yeah. Basically, as an homage to the character Iago from Othello. But Macbeth is more Lion King, where it's the brother kills his own brother to assume mantle and tries to murder his nephew to succeed, help succeed. And he also marries his mother, his sister-in-law, I guess, yeah. in a way. But they don't really deal with that in the Lion King. But it's more, it's more <laughs> Macbeth. Yeah, we can't do that in a cartoon. <laughs> it's, it's, more, it's more Hamlet. I'm sorry. It's more Hamlet than Macbeth. Okay. Yeah, it's more Hamlet. All right. All right, I'm right, bored already. Right now, right now, we're like, oh, oh social experts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, Shakespearean people. <laughs> exactly. Boobs. All right, we're back. <laughs> um, well, we're going to end the show here so we can get back to Stupid Prestigious Studios. The best, the best, the best, We play it backwards. It actually makes sense. Right. We're going to go call it call it a night. Okay. Bonus material, though, is Stacy's got a beef, a hard beef. With the people in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Not really the Beauty and the Beast, but more so fans. fans. Would you like to set it up? Uh, sure. I actually don't normally get mic'd up when we go back to do the bonus stuff, but I guess I will tonight. Yeah, you will tonight. <laughs> so, so, you can, so you can do um, your thing. Basically, Disney has released images of what Beast is going to look like. Um, they already know what Belle's going to look like with Emma Watson, right? Emma Watson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. already know what she's going to look like with her playing her, but no one really knew where they were going to go with Beast. Mm-hmm. An image has been released. There are some people that are very upset, and I will give my expert Disney opinion on that when we get back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, look, look for that. But it was, okay, well, we're, during the time between, between now and then, we'll find the image and we'll share it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. Radio, so you can get an idea of what what image we're talking about. Okay. Because it, it's very... I mean, I... Well, again, you'll just have to wait. In the meantime... That is... <laughs> sorry. It just literally... You had a crack in his... <laughs> Stacey's sorry. knuckles. I'm sorry. <laughs> it really echoes. <laughs> she is a cracking machine. She just... just you would know. She's just... Crack, 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 crack. Neck, ankle, everything. So anyway... Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next week when we give you the review of whatever's hitting number one at the box office, maybe. Um, Mafia 3. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck this. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you want to catch the show, the repeat of the show, you can just go to... If you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday night starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in and iHeartRadio. No, iTunes Radio. iTunes Radio, sorry. <laughs> Just search on whenever you're on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on... Well, if you want to catch the repeat of this show, you can go to either wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes, or go to the about, about, sorry, about section of, <laughs> of Geeksters Radio on our Facebook page and find all the other places you can. If you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for our show, and it'll be there for you. Now. And if you want to contact Sean on anything you want to talk about or just say hello or ask him any questions, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Bye! And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Hasn't stopped. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, here we're going to get into the nice world of Disney. Because, uh, as I said before, they released the image of Beauty and the Beast. Emma Watson, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, with, along with the Beast. 
<coughs> now, I'm going to call up the phone so we all can reference it a little bit. Um, now, uh, that's what it looks like. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it's Emma Watson, always attractive. They got her in the in the dress, the iconic dress. Beast, they have him in the adorned in the iconic suit, you might mm-hmm. say. And then comes his face and his horns, his very predominant horns, you might say. Right. I'm a fan of that look. Okay. I'm a fan. It's very demon-esque. It's very, he's supposed to be a hideous beast. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. I'm in. Right. She, Stacy. Um, so in the meantime, I looked up the actor playing mm, okay. him because I felt horrible that I didn't know. His name is Dan Stevens. Um, I'm horrible with names, but I don't recognize his face either. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> apparently, he was in Night at the Museum and You're a fan a of Night at the Museum. I am, but I don't know what he played in that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, a Walk Among the Tombstones, Downtown Abbey, a couple other stuff, right? You're fine. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you're doing with your head's moving. Oh, you're sorry. Kinda, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, they're not as good mics as in the studio. So yeah, she's not. I'm shut. just trying to give you the vocal, like, stay in the mic. And that's, okay. Uh, well, I can't hear it. So. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So they released the image of the beast. The Beauty and the Beast is not one of my favorite Disney movies. Okay. Um. Just because I wasn't like that girl that liked to read, or or I didn't I didn't connect with her as much as I did with some of my other favorites, like The Little Mermaid and Pocahontas, and you know right. whatever. Um, but I see this image and I'm like, oh my god, I think he looks great, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely great. So I fell down the rabbit hole of reading the comments on <laughs> the picture from various people on Facebook. Okay, and a a really fair amount of people are really, really upset for two reasons. A, that he has the horns. Mm-hmm. They don't understand why he has them. They think it makes him look so bad. Just really, really bashing whoever made the decision to make these horns look the way that they do. Okay. Um, a bunch of other people are other upset about Emma Watson being cast as Belle. Okay. Some people say that they don't think that she's she's classy enough. Some people say that they don't think that she's pretty enough. And that it really, really upset me. Um, when it comes to Beast and the way that he looks, head down, no one has a complaint about it. You know, he has the classic blue jacket on. There's some nice embroidery on it. You know, he looks nice. Right. It seems to be that the horns are everybody's issue. Uh-huh. Because I have watched Beauty and the Beast, re- like, recently, you know, um, I know that he has or- horns in the animated version of right, it. Right, right. <clears throat> so I went and pulled an image of him as, like, from the animated version and, you know, posted it on my comment. And I'm like, you know, some of you that are bashing him and the people who decided to make this decision... Either y'all did have not ever seen the movie, or it's been a really, really long time because it's not like these horns are something brand new. Right. Yes, they are more predominant. Yes, they look a little bit darker than right. in the cartoon. Right. But um, you know, in the comment that I made, I was kind of like, you know, when when Disney makes a cartoon, they make these cartoons for children. Right. A five year old girl would be scared of what the beast looks like in the live act in, or what he's supposedly going to look like. Cause this is a leaked image. Right. 
um, in the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. <clears throat> but I think that when they turn a, an animated cartoon from so long ago, you know, Beauty and the Beast yeah. was like 94, 95. Right there, yeah. Um, when they turn that into live action, you have to make it look more real. That's mm-hmm. why it's live action. Mm-hmm. So for if he were to have these very small, you know, not so ghastly horns, it just wouldn't fit the a live action version of what this beast is going is supposed to be, you know? Mm. Um in the beginning of the movie, it says that, you know, a old or an older, very not so appealing on the eyes looking lady came to the castle, asked to come in, and he was completely just taken like ew gross you can't come in my palace right and then because of that she cursed him and trying to teach him a lesson that if you're ugly on the outside you're ugly or on the inside you're ugly on the outside also that's why he got turned into the beast in the first place Mm -hmm. if he's cute and cuddly he's not a beast i think that he looks great i am super excited for it Mm -hmm. um when the people said that they thought that emma watson wasn't pretty enough that really, really upset me because A, Belle's not supposed to be this gorgeous Disney princess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's strange. She's not like the rest of the people in her town. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that if you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or if read any of the children's books that are mm-hmm. based off of Beauty yeah. and the Beast, you know? She spends her time reading books and in the library <sighs> and she does not know that she's attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, she doesn't realize that she's a pretty girl, you know? Right, right. So if they were to get this drop-dead... Go- I think that Emma Watson is, Watson is gorgeous. I really do. But if they were to get a drop-dead gorgeous actress, it wouldn't fit Belle's personality, you know? Mm-hmm. Belle's very, I mean, ironically enough, kind of um, Hermione in character. Book smart, very mousy, not really like... not. I would say not over the top glamorous. Mm-hmm. It's her beauty shines from within. That's kind of the, the, I always felt like kind of the moral of the story is you have a girl who's average in looks, but her personality is so beautiful that you overlook all that. And she becomes beautiful in your eyes because mm-hmm. of who she is opposed to beast who is so ugly on the inside. And it shows on his outer skin too. Mm-hmm. It does give you the duality of who you're on the inside gives you helps you with your appearance on the outside right that's how i and i think i think emma watson's perfect for that because she, you can see she's done the not the average mousy kind of not homely but definitely not drop that gorgeous until later in the harry potter series when she becomes more of a woman and right. more as an adult and you start seeing the the woman inside start to emerge during the course of those movies and how beautiful she has become over time. It's like I think that that it's it's good that she can still play that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, it, it, as far as as far as Emma Watson playing uh, uh, Belle, Belle, thank you. It it doesn't really matter. I mean, if if you're nitpicking about that, you're just you got problems, and that's just that's it. I mean, there's there's no other way to to, to, to pronounce this or talk about this because it, it she's she's an actress. She does good in her craft. She's not, you know, she's she's. She is beautiful. They have, they've showed model. She's done modeling, you know, yeah. for a lot of things. So I don't understand why people don't think she's beautiful. She's she's proven that time time again. So it's it's, it's not an issue for me at all. So I'm like whatever, uh, you know. Like people are just gonna nitpick on everything when they when they find things. There's always trolls out there. Look how many people picked bitched about uh, Ben Affleck's bad suit. I don't like the short ears. 
I don't like to do this. It's a f- simple's too fat. It's it's always yeah. It's, it's some you know somebody's gonna have a criticism about it. And just, you just kind of have to roll that off. I mean, it's Disney. You, you know, it's like they're they know what they're doing. So why why yeah. bother even trying to nitpick it? I understand their point of view on the horn aspect of it, but on the other flip side of it is the fact is is that it's not the kids' cartoon. I mean, yeah. you're 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 if you if you've gone through the live action series of all their movies so far that they've done to date, they're more darker stories. Right. They're yeah. more darker tellings. So the horns are portraying a darker beast. Yeah. And that's the whole point of it. You're not going to get that light and area. You're not going to have a teacup and a and a teapot singing Beauty and the Beast. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for that. Keep moving, and you know you're right. not gonna have Luminaire with this. You know, six. you might have. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what they're doing for that kind of. Right, uh, they might have something like that where everybody else is cursing. You might, you know, I don't know if you're gonna have a face on a a teacup, but there's gonna be something of some right, sort. some some sort. You know, they're gonna do something along those lines to keep that uh, in there. But I, I, you know, it's just like you're you're not going to get the story. I mean, like when you saw Maleficent. It, you know, and you're thinking of Sleeping Beauty. How close was it? Not at all. Exactly. I mean, it was a retelling of from a different perspective. Uh, you know, exactly, and I, that's and that's the thing. And I think a lot of it's more based on the actual fairy tales themselves. Yeah. So that's that. That's what you're going to get. So this is not going to be the cutesy '90s yeah. cartoon. Appreciate that for what it is for Disney. If you enjoy that, great. You know, I enjoyed it too, and you know, it's it's fine. But this is going to be a different aspect. You're not going to get the cutesy Disney part. Yeah. You're going to walk out going, "I took all my kids, and it was it was horrifying." Of course, it is. It's that's yeah. the whole point of this. That's why they're doing these kind of movies. The the technology has has come to the point where Disney can create the movies live action that they couldn't do in the past. Right? Like you could do an animated movie and be like, "Okay, you know what? Here's the kids love this, and this is great." And look, the Beast is scary. Scary in a like, ooh, I'm a lion. I'm like cowardly lion kind of way. Right. Like I'm, I'm big and I'm scary and I'm mean. But we only see that every once in a while. But if in nowadays with prosthetics, it, he looks maybe probably more computer animated. You can have his face, you know, be motion captured and build the the everything else digitally. I mean, they they did a series in the '90s that was the Beauty and the Beast yeah. with um, Ron Perlman and Ron, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Yes, thank you. Um, but Ron Perlman had like I, I have a couple pictures of it here over my screen, and it was like the lion face looking with the lion's mane. There was no horns. Yeah, he could have been a, a lead singer for an '80s rock band. Yes, you know, with the way the hair was teased. <laughs> All you did was I'm just like I'm like he kind of looks like the guy from White Snake. <laughs> a little bit, David Coverdale. <laughs> All you do is just take the makeup off, and with that hair, you could be like, "Hey, look at me! It's the Beauty and the Beasts." Woo! Yeah. I'll rock you like a hurricane. So I mean, they, they kind of, they kind of expect that kind of thing. I yeah. mean, there was a there was another movie like not too long ago. I think like a decade ago. Now at this point, it's called Beastly. It was mm-hmm. a Beauty yeah. and the Beast mm-hmm. story where the where the guy was this rich guy and he was trying to run for school president. Right. And they ended yeah. up the one of the school kids girls was a witch or something. I think turned. Vanessa Hudgens was yes. she in that? Yes, oh, yeah, she was. She was the beauty part and right. um, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen. Who was right, was the the witch? Yes, the witchy girl who who cursed him. But even then, it wasn't really a um, like it was a modern tell you because he had a tattoo of a rose. Yeah, and the, the it would fall off, and he started becoming like more tree like. Yes, like it was like really. Yes, <laughs> he had all these 
dark color looking veins and roots. Yeah. And it was I wasn't a fan of it personally, but I I do know what y'all are talking about. And, and then there was a modern telling of the TV series. <laughs> he read the synopsis. Like, Frisky cop and tells it's like, <laughs> like this is not Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, <laughs> only in title only. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah, and I, and I get that. You know, like I get the concept of Beauty and the Beast of having you know like this gorgeous girl and you know this this guy who's real ugly on the inside. So it comes. I get the concept of what Beauty and the Beast represents. Disney is literally remaking a cartoon classic that a generation of people watched and loved that are now adults. Mm. And they're like you said, probably like they saw it as a kid and like, oh my god, I love that movie, but haven't right. seen it recently. Right? You know what I mean? So. Oh, I'm sorry. Now you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, it basically is that that it's your memory of an of a of a thing sometimes can be better than the reality of it. It's like people going, oh my God, I love Beauty and Beast. Like, and but when they go back again, they go, I didn't really like it as much as I thought I did. Like when I watched Dukes of Hazard that time after having such fond <laughs> memories, <laughs> I know it's a horrible comparison, but it's that I used to love this show all the time. Oh my God, hear me pop, let me see, let me buy season one on DVD. I'm going to binge watch it. I couldn't even get past the first 20 minutes of the episode. I'm like, I like this as a kid. What the fuck was I thinking? I was I was mesmerized by Catherine Box's legs, or you know, yeah. I was like, I guess because I'm like, I, I don't get it. Like, so like your memory sometimes gets amplified by your by that time and the period, and going, I love that movie, but then see as an adult, you go, oh, I guess maybe it wasn't as good as it once thought. You know, know. when I think that adults understand things differently than children do, you know, I mean, like a children's a child's brain is very limited in what you can understand. Mm. So put some pretty colors in front of them and some songs, and they're hooked. Like me, yeah. You know, like it's very easy to get a child's attention. Hard to keep it, but very easy to get it. Yeah. With an adult, you there has to be some kind of substance in it. You know, so Mm -hmm. with Belle and with Beast, they could make him look a certain way. And any little girl is, no matter what Beast looks like, they're watching it for the Disney princess. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a Disney princess movie. Yeah. But for the the adults, I mean, especially in my generation, you know what I mean? Like, for for some younger adults that loved Beauty and the Beast, what attracted you as a child is not going to be the same thing that attracts you as an adult. You've gone mm-hmm. through things in your life that have changed the way that you think and the way that you feel so your perception of what they're showing you is going to be different. You know what I mean? Like, I loved The Little Mermaid. Watched it as a child. Loved it because it was a mermaid. You know what I mean? Mm. Still love the movie, but for totally different reasons. Now I understand what's happening in Ariel's mind and, and all of that. You know what I mean? So for me, for like... <laughs> I get it. Uh, so she's only there's sixteen. A, there's, there's a whole thing about that Ariel, you know, because I think she's just one of those gold diggers. That's because <laughs> I want more. Don't you oh. talk bad about think about Ariel? I have twenty, <laughs> but I want more oh. gold digger. We are not gonna bad mouth Ariel, Ed. I, I just love. I just. I mean, the thing for me at Disney is I love Disney because Disney has the formula, and no matter what, it doesn't matter what story it is. It could be about Frankenstein. They put a catchy song in there. They make him look cute. They put a princess in there, you know, like Mrs. Frankenstein or whatever. They do a little dance or whatever. Boom, and everybody, million boom, dollars. million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And here's the Oscar. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's, it's, they have the science down so pat that like yeah. nobody can, nobody can beat it. They could imitate it. 
Yeah. But they can't beat it because they just have that quality. They know what a child can. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's just like there, there are movies that you, like I'm watching videos online about uh kids like watching stuff now mm-hmm. like they, they think uh-huh. and they were doing Disney songs from the 30s and 40s like mm-hmm. the really old movie Snow White Bambi mm-hmm. and so on and they didn't really know they knew the songs like they heard the songs and they got excited they, they knew the songs but they didn't remember what movies they were from right. right and it was like frustrating them but they were so excited so it's like yeah, you just play that song enough, they'll, they'll, they get excited because they know it's a Disney song, and they're like, "Ooh, you know, like Disney, yay!" And I'm like, "I have no idea what the movie's about, but what a song!" You know, right. like how yeah. great that was. And it's like that's the the idea. It's like they have that concept. They can know how to get kids, and that's the biggest money maker in the world is kids. Oh, yeah. Because if parents got to buy these movies, they got to buy this stuff. They got to take in the Disney World. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. You know, and they they know the whole regime, and they can make. Fist over a dollar every time, and have this keep sucking. You just oh, my wallet. Here you go, take it all, yep. Disney. You can have it, it's yours. You know. <laughs> no, I mean they definitely don't fail very often. You I mean I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago? Of planes, fire, and rescue. Mm-hmm. Horrible movie from adults' point of view, right? Hated the planes movies, but children love those movies. Mm-hmm. Like little boys love airplanes and cool tractors, and you know what I mean, like. I had kids that asked to watch Planes. And I'm like, really? Do we have to watch that? It's such a bad movie. And they're like, you cute airplanes. Fuck. <laughs> you know, like. I think Planes was the worst scripted movie ever. Because I'm like, well, what was the point of that movie? Because first he was afraid of heights. Then he was like being something that he's not. And that's because we look for a substance in a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as a kid, it's just a flying, cool, yellow, orange and white like, plane. When they going to sing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That was my question. What are they going to sing? Right. What song are they going to sing? Well, I think with planes, they were like, ooh, Cars did really good because yeah. Cars blew up. Not second one, not so much. The first one, Lightning McQueen, everybody knows. Mater, like, everybody knows who that is. So, like, ooh, well, if it works with cars, it's going to work with airplanes and fire trucks and... It just didn't. Yeah, but it that's the thing. It like, worked for Transformers. It'll work for Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, like, like the characters, the the voices they put the behind those characters. Like, Genie's Aladdin. Like, uh, uh, Robin Williams. That is probably the best performance out of any of the animated mm-hmm. characters that you're going to get because he mm-hmm. ad libbed, and that was Robin Williams. And they said, "Yeah, go ahead." They have hours and hours of him just ad libbing, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, we'll never see the later day of this of this footage. It's a vault, Disney vault. vault, vault, forever sealed. But, like, you know, you have Mater, who was uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Right. And, you know, the way he delivers lines, mm-hmm. it's like he's perfect as a, as a pickup truck or a, 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 tow, a truck. tow truck. Yeah. You know, being that kind of, like, hillbilly-ish kind of way. And it's like, it fits. And he has yeah. he's that perfect player. The playing guy was the comedian. Um, fuck, I can't think of his name now. Uh, uh, he, he's an annoying comedian. I don't I don't buy not people. Gilbert Gottfried. No, that's like Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried was Yaga, which was really good right. for the bird. But you see, they, they they knew how to pick. I don't think that this guy that they picked for the plane was the right choice. He's a comedian, and I don't think he's that great of a comedian. You know, you will know his name when you hear it. Hopefully, she's looking that up, and we're you know as I'm stalling. It's Dane Cook. Dane oh, Cook. Okay. Oh, and see, I love him as a comedian. Like, love Dane Cook as a comedian, but I don't. Why was he in planes? Yeah, because Dane Cook was hot. So let's get. Dane Cook. Yeah, I think Dane Cook banked for that job. I really do. I, I really think that, like, you know, his career is going in the crapper. And, you know, he'll take any. I thought he was great in the movie Mr. Brooks. 
the him and Kevin Costner it is a it's an underrated I'm, one. I'm not saying he's the, yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm really not. But no, I don't think he was raunchy, the right. Though you know, like yeah. I've seen some of his early stand up. You know, and he's kind of like inappropriate and wrong. I wouldn't put him in a children's. Like he was in waiting. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's it's. Well, I mean, like we had Nathan Lane playing in um, uh, Lion King, right? You know, as uh, Timon. Timon. I don't know which one. I don't know what it was Timon. No, Pumbaa. No, Pumbaa is the uh, as, is the warthog, the warthog right? Yeah. So it was, it was Timon. Timon. And I thought that was like the perfect casting yeah. choice. But Nathan Lane's kind of like one of those actors, like I don't know if you're going to put him in a Disney movie. But I think he did a really great job. But Disney knows how to do those kind of voices. When you had Ellen as Dory, I mean, like yeah. that was like the like perfect casting. Like it, it just made sense. The voice fit for that Albert role. Brooks playing uh, Nemo's father. Yeah, it just clicked. Marlon. You go, Marlon. Yeah, you click. Like, wow. All right, I get it. When they had uh, Tommy Chong as uh, recalled the hippie VW bug in Cars, you're yeah. going makes sense. Yes. Like it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm I'm more. We were talking about on the way home one night about what if they decided to do a live action Aladdin? Who do you get to do the genie now? Like, you know like, what? <laughs> like, you, you see that you, that pause? You're like, wow. You, the thing is, I saw a performance in California um, at Disneyland. They have a, a live show. And a guy who performs as Genie has that same ability as Robin Williams that he did a lot of free shtick, basically, okay. doing like one-liners. And it was one of those things where like kids made it get, they laughed, but the adults really got it. Right. You know, those kind of jokes. And you're like, oh, my God, this was the most hilarious thing I've seen in a long time. But is he a th- he's a theater actor, though. He's a right. theater actor. So that's the kind of thing you're going to have to get somebody who maybe not be as well-known to play that character, yeah. but can handle the Robin Williams energy to do that. Because that's you, tough. Once you, once you get Robin Williams, it's like, yeah, that, I don't think you can yeah. really touch that. But this is the thing, though. You're not going to get at a, the... Robin Williams, Aladdin. Yeah, you're going to find somebody else. To... The, the storyline's going to be completely different. Yeah, possibly. You yeah. know, and that genie's not going to be funny. You know, right. you're not going to get the comedy. It's not going to be a comedy movie. It's going to be a very serious, dark, you know, mm-hmm. Aladdin trying to steal the lamp for Jafar and then right. getting pushed into the thing and escaping and then getting his revenge on Jafar. That's the whole point of that movie. It's not Genie going, hey, you know, like, let me do 20 minutes of stand-up for you. You ain't never had a friend like me. You know. <laughs> on the plus side, a live-action Aladdin, because a Genie is not a real care- a person, you know mm. what I mean? They would be able, they could make Boy, it... Those, those Genies are pissed now. <laughs> <laughs> they could make it computer animated and just have someone who could do the a, a good voice and a, a good or that's where disney does the ultimate shtick and they go you know all those hours of latin <laughs> footage that we had robin williams do that we can't use now let's use it yeah you know as the ultimate homage to robin williams we're going to pull out the stuff that we know fresh lines and that he did for the film and throw it in there mm. anyway so there you have it folks if you want to Dine in or dive into the controversy of Beauty and the Beast. You can just follow us on Facebook at Geeksters Radio. And, you know, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. In the meantime, though, if you want to do catch us live, you can on Sunday nights starting around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. So search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. We'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I love that. Oh, 
wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 